Have you ever been on the train and those guys get on? Oh it's yeah, more like barbershop quartet guys. Get yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> those dudes. Yeah, Turn it on. I'm so, at a girl. Yeah, yeah. Change gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's crazy. Your parents aren't religious. Nah, most Asian people are not religious, particularly. Really? Yeah. Is it like uh, you got to pick between Jesus and Buddha? Nah, I mean most people. There, there are some like <laughs> people celebrate Christmas just for whatever gift giving purposes, but people very rarely. And most Asian cultures don't go hard in religion. Hmm. If they do go hard in religion, it's like some like local kind of shit where you pray to like the local tree gods or something. Wow. But it's not like they're not like Muslim or Christian or something. Even oh, Buddhism doesn't really have the same religious feel, I feel like, in most of Asia. Huh. People in Japan, the, the major religion is Shintoism, which is like, uh, yeah, you see a guy praying to like fish or huh. something or like trees it makes or like sense. flower or nature kind of gods but it's not like a i gotta kill you to prove a point kind of guy right yeah yeah you're gonna fight a lion because you <laughs> yeah, said Jesus. but we're not gonna right. yeah we're not gonna enslave a population because of this or something but mm. buddhism is the one religion where it's like you don't <laughs> send a guy to another country to fight a war for it That's did you ever try to get into the bible or church or anything the thing is when you don't grow up with it it just feels like what am I even doing here? <laughs> it's like trying to get into Star Wars or something. <laughs> if you yeah. don't like, if you don't, once you're actually like of age, yeah, Jesus I think it's nostalgic. <laughs> if you grow, not even that, but you're growing. If you don't grow up with it, then you try to get into it. It's like this is just a bunch of names: Matthew, <laughs> Joseph, David. It's like I can't learn all this shit. He was definitely a lot more popular in the '70s. Well, I think even now <laughs> it's like if you grow up in the South and it's like you start learning about religion before you even know how to read. Right. Before anything, you're just in the mix. I think if you just hear, you're going to church when you're a little kid and you're hearing it again and again, by the time you get old enough to think for yourself, you already understand all this stuff. I remember we used to do prayer in school. I remember when they stopped it, we would do the prayer and then we would pledge allegiance to the flag. Wow. And they stopped in like third grade or something. Yeah, they don't do any of that stuff anymore. There'd be a riot. Yeah, I went. I grew up with church. Never really paid attention. I just get through it when I was a kid. Yeah. Sometimes I'd feel good, but my mother went. We went every Sunday, dude. Like no matter what, car broke down, we're walking to church. Like you got dressed up. Yeah, and uh, we just went every single Sunday, man. My whole life, and then was um, it the church like? Uh part of like the community too where you're like yeah it was saint dominic's church i'm actually yeah. my, my father's named after it that's how my family's religious man wow catholic yeah. um christian i mean that's uh you would think it's the same thing <laughs> not even but that but it's there's a one a part of the other i mean there's yeah. protestant and catholic it's a whole argument what's I, the church to be I honest mean, what, with you it still confuses what me. kind of church was it then I, you know i don't even know anymore because so many people are like what, what do you mean you because i remember i'd be like oh i'm catholic and then you tell a christian that they're like no you're christian i'm I mean, like no, christian i mean christian is a uh, catholicism is a part of christianity yeah it's a part Prot but protestant it's, catholic it's like that part like almost like um I feel like it's the same as like, <laughs> I don't know if it's like a part of it, like you would say Spanish and Mexican and Puerto Rican. Like people might be like, no, 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 man, I'm not Puerto Rican, you know, right. I'm Mexican. It's almost like that because I don't know, to be honest with you, I, I got to ask AI what the difference is because. I bet you if you just went back to your church right now and just looked at the sign kind of carefully, <laughs> the answer is right there. <laughs> There's no way that just Christian is the ch is the kind of church that that wouldn't that's, that doesn't add up. 
If I remember, it's I asked like saying phone. you're from America, but I'm not from any kind of state. <laughs> yeah, just just generally from America. It's like no, you were you lived somewhere. I asked my father once, and he said, "Oh, tell your teacher," because they were like, "Hey, tomorrow your assignment is we had to do this in school. I can't believe this. You have to tell us what religion you are." Imagine if they asked <laughs> oh, that. Man, now. Dude, oh, you would be. That's an instant lawsuit. You'd learning be, disability class too. Wow. And yes, and nobody knew what religion they were, so they had to go home and ask their parents. Wow. But yeah, and my dad said, "You make sure you tell her you're a Catholic." but you're a good Christian. <laughs> and I said it just like he said, and she's like, what What are you even talking about? She's wow. like, that doesn't make any sense. Ever since then, I've been confused. Yeah, Catholic. What's St. Patrick's? Catholic is the answer then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Italian, Catholic, that, that works, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Generally speaking. I guess I'm Catholic. Yeah, yeah. I got to start telling people I'm Catholic. <laughs> but I mean, it's you could tell from the church itself too, right? Yeah, and did, some churches... Like the, did, did the Pope ever come up as a... Yeah. A guy to look up to? Well, you know, I've been to a few different churches. I don't just stick with one church, so I would you're growing up, though? St. Dominic's. The one I grew up is probably more of a Catholic church, yeah. Hold on. I don't think that was somebody knocking for us. Somebody just killed Dan. (laughs) We got to leave that in there, though. (laughs) That was was Jesus. Nobody ever, yeah. But no, I mean, like, uh, there's nothing, it's not like something, you don't lean Catholic or Protestant in a church. It's one or the other. I mean, yeah. there, there's a there's a there's quite a, you know, disagreement going on. Well, the Christian churches are more loose. They're usually, like, in the back of a, a meeting hall. It's not really even like a church. You know, it's like there's a lot of young kids running around playing games. Well, it's more casual, I think. Yeah, it Catholic is. Catholic church Blue is jeans. more like, uh, just like a big ceremony. It's yeah. like you're walking into like a, 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 like a holy place. Yeah, so I guess I'm Catholic then if you really break it down like that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be an asshole about it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to, uh, you know, I started getting back into church. I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral, beautiful church like over by Midtown. And yeah. um, they were like, oh, yeah, we got this youth group. Are you under 30? And I was 29, so I was like, yeah. So I made all these friends, and then we would go out to the bar with like the priest after he'd be getting he'd be drinking like right yeah hanging out with you and you're just bsing with them four beers in wow and you know it was cool i loved it It was real kind of lax and you make friends with everybody and we were texting each other are you going it was like a tuesday at like eight or something and then one day i kept going and then they caught on to me that i was like 31 i got into it for like a year and a half oh wow and then he goes yeah you're too old for this this is a youth this is 30 and under and then i went to the regular church it just wasn't the same so i just kind of wow quit going and they lost uh yeah yeah jesus lost a soldier i still read the bible though i mean in my opinion and this is really my full-on opinion about it when i'm living right and read the bible gives me tools to live right like you know uh you know, iron sharpens iron, a man sharpens a man. Like, that's a good quote, you know? So you don't want to be right. an asshole. Don't be jealous of that neighbor. You know, watch how you talk of the tongue and things like that are good things to live by. But when I'm living right and and I am reading the Bible and I'm, like, trying to be good, it's a good – I feel like things are just easier. I'm floating through life. And then when I start to go the other way, I'm, like, be an asshole, talk about people, out drinking, being, like, you know, whatever. I feel like things are a little bit harder for me. That's the know? devil. Yeah. yeah. It's the devil trying to get you. 
it's funny because in new york there are like uh some people that do go to like there's every different kind of church you could possibly want to go to there is like big <laughs> catholic like fancy church in like manhattan where it's like this is like a historical building you're walking into and it's gigantic and then you're walking around this neighborhood and there's like storefront church right where it's like the door just opens up from the sidewalk yeah and it's just under an apartment building <laughs> and it's just a square room with a bunch of chairs in it and it's like eight o'clock on a thursday and there's just a guy who's yelling and a bunch of like old women crying or something and people cooking <laughs> yeah but there's like a drummer and they're like there's those kinds of churches where there's like gospel music playing and they're singing and dancing yeah but then there's also like fire and brimstone church where it's like now everybody in this room has to repent right now yeah and there's like angry church but then there's also like uh i was walking by gramercy theater one time on a sunday they have like rock and roll fun church oh yeah yeah, yeah where it's like young, i seen that it's like young people and it's just like a line down the block it's like they sell out it's like a comedy show they sell out two shows yeah just lying down the block of just like really like clean cut young people who are just uh, you know trying to live a good life then they got them churches at the ymcas you ever go to those ones well, those are like court mandated church <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like no yeah you got to go do this for yeah 16 weeks <laughs> yeah. yeah you did you made a mistake you have to repent I was part of this weird church, actually, because I got arrested. I was in one of those, and it was called... Um, damn, was it a DUI? No, it was um, running from the cops. Well, basically what happened was I didn't do any... My girlfriend... <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> yeah. First <laughs> off, I love God. <laughs> you know me. Uh, it was it was the weirdest thing because uh, I always thought religion, pork, was like frowned upon, and that's all they would let us eat is ham. To this day, I don't eat ham. And I'm Italian. Like, I don't eat, I don't really eat but ham. But you do after eat this. salami. Every now and then, but you won't see me just regular ham sandwich, never. But, but pork is pork, though. I mean, you eat bacon. It's got a different taste. I never knew salami was pork, to be honest with you. Salami is everything. Sausage is everything. <laughs> but I rarely get down on that, but just straight up like ham, I'm talking. Like, <laughs> you know, maple from the deli. Thin yeah, sliced, guess, yeah. dude. I'll throw yeah, I don't, up. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't. Just to taste wise, I don't do it. Not like a more. I used thing. to love it, but um, you know, that's all they would let us eat. And ramen noodles, that's all you were allowed to eat, and you had to work all day. It was called um Team Challenge. Oh wow! It was like a Christianity thing, and it's crazy. We had like people from India there. He's like, I'm sorry, this isn't my beliefs. They're like, no, man, you have to pray. You're going to jail. Right. And this is some Ohio stuff. And we well, would it's have like to... everybody in there had some different, it was all criminals, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of heroin addicts. Yeah. And one dude actually ran uh, 40 miles a day. Heroin addict. Wow. After work, he would just run the, the farm. It was like, a, it's basically, where it was a fairground. So you ever go yeah, to, yeah. so it was basically just that. We did all the Community work Community service. It's a lot of work to do a fairgrounds. Like I painted barns and. Planted well, flowers. it's one of those things where it's like low-key slavery. Right, you're yeah. doing it for free. <laughs> yeah, doing it for free. Busting it's like, your ass And you're in the doing sun. like the lowest kind of work. Yeah, picking up trash on the side. Yeah. And then they have those events and then you're cleaning up after them. That's, yeah, how the, yeah. that's who cleans up after that and sets all that up. Yeah, you don't realize when you take your kid to the fair that there's just straight up criminals that are setting all this up. 
it was so crazy. I had this thing, the rooster, at the Campfield Fair. It was like uh, this huge thing. Dude, a black van pulls up. They had like 20 cops there, scared somebody was going to steal the rooster. That was a whole thing. They're like, no, nah, you guys can't work. They're, the rooster's coming. Wow. And it's like, dude, who's stealing? It wasn't gold. It was just a, a rooster. I think the, this day and age, though, I mean, the way people are, you got to people steal anything now. Right. More and more people. Yeah. I mean, people steal copper wiring. Yeah, that's true. They'll take it, yeah. Aluminum siding. Junkies got to be junkies. Yep. But anyway, so I basically, what happened was I was seeing this girl at the time. She got real drunk. She refused to let me drive her home because, you know, she was just 20 years old. Yeah. And you know how they are. And I was about 20 myself. I think I was 22. And, uh, you know, saying anyways, I'm like, no, listen, you got a baby, you know, you got a good job with the city. If you get DUI, you're done. And she's like, no, I'm following behind you. And then she's like riding my ass, like about to hit me. She's so mad at me. So I go, look, go around me and go in front of me. And she just did it instantly and hit a telephone pole. Wow. Like it was so quick. And, uh, you know, saying I parked my car, I was right in front of my apartment and then I run back and park her car in the garage. The dude at the gas station that works there was a gas station in my apartment. He, didn't, I didn't know, he was a retired cop, and he calls the police on me. Me and this dude were like best friends. Wow. And he goes, yeah, he lives in that apartment. And uh, either way, I told him my name and everything. So they got it off the thing. They're ringing my buzzer. I got arrested. It was crazy. I could have got out of it, too, because the cop's like, if you don't tell me where she is, I'm going to take my gun out and blow your head off. This is before, wow. like, body cams. Yeah. I wish I would have had, like, a cell phone to record that. He had his pistol out. Wow. He's like, try me. And the other guy's like, dude, he's already <laughs> killed a couple people. I'm like, wow. bro, this is crazy. I said, I don't know where she is. She was mad at me, so she ran into the woods. And then... um. She's hammered, drunk, falling down. They arrest me in the back of the police car. She comes out of the woods. She goes, hey, I wrecked the car. It turns out it's this dude that liked her in high school. She gets right. in no trouble. Wow. I get all this trouble for it. Dude, six months of community service Wow. for moving a car. It's so funny, though, that somebody, that the punishment for doing whatever the crime that was is like you got you to gotta be religious for a while. Right. <laughs> We're sending this guy to church. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, yeah, go to go be Christian for a while. And I was the only guy that was able to leave. I, everybody else had to stay and sleep there. And uh, you know, yeah. they would take a bus back and forth from the place. And, dude, I, I got to leave. I know they probably hated that, man. Oh, uh, yeah. And I would rub it in their face, too. <laughs> I'd be like, yep, guys, I think I'm going to take off and go home. Had enough of this. But you couldn't bring food there. You were only allowed to eat ham sandwiches and ramen noodles. Bugs would be all on the ham. This dude's filthy hands. He'd be making them. Wow. Well, they don't want you, like, uh, you know, tasting the good life. Yeah, or they even gotta, sneaking mentally, in stuff. Mentally, they got to keep you in the, you know, prisoner mind state. Keep you hungry. Yeah. I used to pretend I was in the Matrix when I worked there. <laughs> what do you mean? I would just eat the sandwich and... I'd even talk like Neil a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know, I put on an act when I'm in different cities. If I know I'm doing something short term, like I used to do like production assistant work at pop-ups, you're never going to see these people again. Of course. I used to act real off yeah, yeah. just to make the day fun, you know? There is no ham. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, I don't even eat ham. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and I did that. Did they actually like 
So they, were they doing like sermons or something? There's like yeah, every and then nobody in. knew the prayer because there's two different versions. You know, when you do Our Father Who Art in Heaven, yeah, there's two different versions, and there was like, you know. Well, there's like different translations or something. 35 guys were all, you know, you get to <laughs> yeah. that one part, you just got lip sing it. Yeah, that's how I'm going to do the national anthem. <laughs> sing in front of the warriors. Yeah. And the rockets red glare, I know that much. Yeah. It's, everything else is a little shaky. Man, dude, I I don't even know how you're doing that. I don't even. I wouldn't be able to do it. Even if my father asked me, I'd be like, "Yeah, remember all those Christmas toys that were actually math problems you got me?" <laughs> like I'm helping. I, I would do this. I would do this solo. I would. Yeah. Do, yeah. This is something you can't turn down. Yeah, you're right. It's a once just in a, a story thing. for the story, and just like yeah, what are the? This is never ever going to come up again. No well, matter also, no matter how hard I work at show business. I'm not musically inclined at all, though. Like I wouldn't, dude. I would wreck this thing. <laughs> yeah, part of me thinks though, if I fuck this up, then it, that's even better. You might go viral. The, the better story is actually if it goes bad than if it goes good. You should go out there with an Italian accent. I'm gonna entertain you guys better <laughs> than you've ever done before. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna go up and sing the yeah, Palestinian national anthem. That would be crazy. What if after this you start dating Kim Kardashian? It just right, kind of yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever? Uh, do you remember what they were telling you in like that Christian, like uh, when you were in that camp? Uh, oh, about like how to live and stuff. No, it's, just it's, no it's, breaks. Oh, so were they actually telling you like religious stuff, or was it just? No, we would just have to do the prayer, like a little prayer before we ate. Oh, so they are just just a work camp. Then. Yeah, it was a work camp, and you would just do that stuff. These other guys had to do more, but they were all kind of drug guys. Because I think a lot of those things <clears> do end up being like if you go to AA. <laughs> then it is just like a straight up, like they get a pastor to come in or like a, a reformed criminal who comes in. And like, yeah, we had that. Yeah, the guy who sits backwards in the chair and like, I'm gonna break it down for you. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, we had this dude, something. Jesse. They were like, Jesse was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, life is, you know, what's the Rocky thing? Yeah. Nothing well, hits harder than life. It's not it about how hard you get hit. <laughs> it's about, yeah, getting hit, get yeah, whatever it was. It was funny, the dude that we had, the Jesse dude, would be telling us about the outside world. And it's like, dude, these guys were just drug acts. Like, one dude was an engineer. This <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, Jesse, yeah. washed semis. It's like, bro, what, like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's like, let me tell you something. When you get out there, it's not easy. And this guy's like, yeah, dude, I'm an engineer. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I own right. a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just in here because of heroin. It was a lot of meth, right. heroin, and a lot of gay dudes, actually. Back then, that was like... Yeah, I guess you can get in trouble. I don't know if for being gay necessarily, but one dude was in there. He was gay and had AIDS, and I think he, um, I don't know, he gave it to a bunch of people or something. Uh, well, I don't really that know all the details. might have been like a drug situation. Yeah, or sharing needles. a needle. Yeah, yeah. You know people, they clean their needles in public bathroom toilet paper rolls. Yeah, well, now that's why these days they try to do like an exchange thing. Drop it in the box and you get a fresh needle or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty smart to think about it. Yeah. I did. I'd never be able to bang some dope. I just watched somebody do it right next to me, dude, Washington Square Park. I mean, this dude was filthy, dirty, just banged it right in his arm, dude. Yeah, I've seen that before, too. And just slouched down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't even look like they're having like a fun time. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, the guy was having, that was like his favorite thing to do. Yeah. Now it's just like something you got to do to not be sick. He first did it in the 70s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had that Leonard Skinner playing. <laughs> you know, uh, dude, I had a, 
a friend that used to pop pills all the time and he would just take whatever he could get like he would see an ad on tv one was lyricas for people with nerve damage yeah. and dude right in front of me he calls his doctor google does some google googling's a bad thing for some people right. he just straight up googled how do you get lyrica from your doctor called his doctor up said the lines they brought him in dude within a month this kid had lyrica I didn't know what it does. And he walked right into the wall. He's walking like the ground's moving. Wow. You know, you're supposed to take like one. Obviously, he ate the whole script pretty much. Yeah. He's like, dude, everything feels like rubber. You want some? I'm like, dude, what type of life is this? Then he fell off a ladder. He forgot he was on a la- ladder. He's like, let me take a step back and look at this. And he just fell right off. Wow. He's on like a 12-foot ladder. What's crazy is that the government's response to that is, is when you're like hooked on drugs is like, no, just send this guy to church for a while. <laughs> yeah. They'll figure it out. It's yeah. like, no, this dude has, there's a chemical imbalance in his body. This hearing about Christ isn't going to save him. Yeah. Switch wine with pills. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, we got to, yeah, you got to figure a way to taper off. You don't just throw them into, throw a Bible at them. Yeah. And honestly, you know, then you start to think, Hey, well now I could do some drugs and just ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I could see it, though. I feel like the one way, because I doubt at this point, I've gotten this far without religion, I doubt I'm ever going to really pick it up. The one time I think I would actually end up picking up religion is if the government does lock me up. Yeah. If I go oh, to prison. To. But not even like have to in terms of like a gang situation. But I feel like when you're in prison and you just have this much time, just time to think. That's when I think you start getting into. That's why I'd, I'd get to pick up the Bible and really start, you know, yeah, thinking deeply about things. Comes at your darkest time. Well, it's just like if you have time to read and you have you're in your brain, you're in your head all day. But it's like when you're just re- living a regular life, you got stuff to do. You can keep yourself occupied. Well, now times kind of changed. You're allowed a phone in prison now. So if you had a, you know, you'd just be on TikTok scrolling, probably playing. They're not the even violin. allowed those phones though. Really? You just get them. No. Nah, I thought they were starting to pass it. Nah. No way. Really? They're not getting a prisoner a fucking phone. No Dude, way. I thought they had tablets and shit. Oh, I mean, you can like get, I think if you're in like school in prison, then you can like get an official like shitty kind of tablet that can't do anything. But you can't be on TikTok and Instagram. Nah, they can't have you ordering hits on people and shit. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Getting drugs sent in or something. I mean, people do get phones just because those prison guards are making no, no money. So I think that's how they, you know. You make some money on the side. Well, they just watch cable all day. You just sit in your cell and you read the Quran. Yeah, do I guess push-ups. So. Yeah, do make th- do arts and crafts. That's how those guys get into like doing different kinds of push-ups, like the diamond. Yeah, fingertip push-ups and shit. They it's always have that trick with the punch. <laughs> yeah, remember, hold your hand out. But it's just <laughs> you can tell how much like a guy's life, how shitty their life is once they start adopting different push-up stances. Yeah, because when you're out here, I mean, we all, you know, you do a standard push-up, but it's like, no, this isn't enough. Yeah, I gotta make this more difficult for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and dude, well, you know what though? Also, they get a little break when they like color and stuff like that. You ever see like prisoners doing arts and crafts or have somebody? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I had my cousin. He sent me a sailboat he made. Popsicle sticks. Or yeah, and yeah. It, it looked good. It was like, yeah, man, this is nice. Well, the the guy had time to do like a hundred versions of it. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah. Finally, you can make a good one. I'd start making chess pieces out of rocks. Oh, yeah, whittling. Yeah, I'd get a little rock hammer. I think it, we'll never know in our life what it's like to have that kind of free time. 
We knew in the pandemic. That was it. Even during the pandemic, though, we were still around all of our stuff. Yeah. You could still keep yourself occupied. But just like, oh, when's the last time you've actually gone like a full day without looking at a phone? Or- Before phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember when the first iPhone came out, I was barely doing much with it, just texting. But, dude, do you remember how being bored and just like, you know, really doing stuff? Just, yeah, in a quiet room. Making all, see how many different paper airplanes you can make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you start doing push-ups. Or painting. I used to paint before cell phones came out. Yeah, yeah. I had nothing better to do. Yeah, that's when you when you were still going to church. Yeah. Yeah, painting a little, I painted real religious pictures too. Yeah, yeah. What kind of stuff? Uh, I don't know, just like. Stuff you would see in churches. Like, I didn't really do the naked babies. I did, like, uh, <laughs> you know, people with cloaks. It's actually easy to paint people in cloaks. You uh, know, just a couple bubble lines at the bottom, yeah. arms, some long hair, you're done. You think you're going to start getting back into church at some point? Uh, I've been reading the Bible, man. I'm telling you, I really do notice it. Like, but I mean, like, it's di- one thing, reading the Bible is one thing, but, like, making a commitment to go every Sunday. To go to the physical place? I don't have time. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you had time, though, if you was, like, because they got churches all over the place. Yeah, but I don't even know what I get out of that all go the way. Go to a Puerto Rican church? Finally yeah, I settle go. down? I mean, I, I used to go to one that used to cook in the Bronx when I was real broke. <laughs> I would go just to eat. They, it'd be, I, I picked up some Spanish, too. Wow. Because they'd be on that microphone, like you said, those ones. Oh, yeah, right. Well, what kind of food is that? Like- it was like rice and beans and uh, what are those things called? The, the like, bananas, but better. They're oh, yeah, plantains. plantains. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, I remember people would be like... Chicharrones. They'd be, what do you call, like, I remember, dude, like, these people with the motorcycles, they'd be doing the same thing at church, like, fixing their mopeds like me 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 when the dude's all talking on the thing wow people selling t-shirts the two and the five <laughs> stop well i think it's, that's just like a community gathering place yeah right? hot like, dogs yeah the guy i mean like all the religious part that's just one component of the bigger picture yeah you just go there and yeah you meet a wife yeah good place to meet one yeah she tells you how to live well i feel like uh New York City, it would be, I don't even know if you feel like you go to church here to meet a wife. That feels more like a Midwest move. Yeah, you go to church in New York if you want to sell cars or something. That's so a It's good a networking thing. move. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that's how you, you come meet. to my comedy show. Yeah, yeah. Well, you meet like your, the other CEOs or something. I'm selling these knockoff Yeezys. You show them a picture. I get these made in Bangladesh. Well, this is like, it's like how every like politician, once they decide they're going to like really try to move up the ladder and they want to be president. You got to start going. You got to pick a church. A bunch of them. I mean, you got to pick, but you got to like go hard on church. That's why someone like Barack Obama, who grew up with no religion whatsoever, it was like, no, this is time to turn up. Right. Yeah. Now I'm picking a church. Yeah. It's a big community of people. Yeah. Yeah. Those comedy shows, them church. I would even do one. I could pull it off. A friend of mine was telling me he does a little bit of improv up front. Then he does 40 minutes in Q&A. Gets five grand a pop to do churches oh yeah well i feel like the the pressure has to be so much lower doing comedy in a church because you know it well you gotta be clean and it's like a probably like four in the afternoon but it's also like you know anytime if shit's ever really going bad for you you just start getting serious 
Yeah. Where it's like, guys, we gotta, this country's gotta come together. You're right. Yeah, we gotta, love is the only thing that brings us together. So many of our <laughs> presidents are doing, did you, dude, when you watch some of the speeches, yeah. it's like, hey, so what do you feel about what's going on with Palestine? Well, number one, God is number one first. Yeah. And as we come together as a people, we need to make a change. And <laughs> everybody's clapping. It's like, well, what, what are we going to do, though? Yeah, what? love is the answer. Yeah. yeah. Peace is not the solution. It's they, the way. They show a picture of Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But, but that, that kind of like church audience, they're in such a, they're in a pretty good mood. All you got, you're just being positive. So it's right. like every once in a while, you just hit, you can like make a couple jokes be a little serious, make a couple jokes. Whereas in a regular comedy show, you got to be killing the whole time. Well, even those church audiences, you know, they um they go for you. I did one. I had to open up for a real filthy comedian. He had no clue what he was getting booked to do. Dude, it was it was crazy. The person they did a they all held hands before and they said, "Let's let's let God in so these comedians do well." and say a prayer and bless us with good feelings. And, you know, this comic goes up on stage like, yo, I'm really trying to hook up with a bitch right now. Like, on oh, some wow. shit like that. Damn. And, dude, they were just, like, kind of sitting through it politely. Like, wow, he doesn't realize nobody's drinking. <laughs> right. Yeah, these are children. He's like, dude, just going around. Like, yo, I've seen you walk in. That ass is fat. It's like <laughs> oh, wow. some old lady, like 60 years old, and they're just like... <laughs> like wow they had no clue what to do at least be, yeah i mean it's at least they're being polite i, I did, can't imagine anybody getting booed in a church yeah i did a backyard show one time they got real religious the dude did about 40 minutes talking about how his grandma died he was in tears wow and he goes i can't just dom come on up here <laughs> oh my <laughs> just god like what yeah. dude, first off he's like yeah we had to move it to the backyard because, you know, we, we couldn't rent the hall. And I'm just in these people's backyard. Yeah. You ever, like, uh, get in a situation where you didn't realize the person that you were with was, like, super religious? Oh, Where yeah. they just kind of, it just sneaks up on you? Yeah. One time I remember just being in this guy's car. And it's like, one of the situations where you're getting a ride from somebody that you kind of know. It was like a friend of a friend. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought we'd hang out before, but apparently we hadn't. So it's like, at first... It's like an hour drive somewhere, and the first 10 minutes, you're kind of making small talk, and you just run out of stuff to talk about. And the guy's like, oh, you know, just, he puts a CD in, and he think he's going to put it in music, but it was just like a sermon. <laughs> so we're just driving from LA. It was like the middle of the night, and it's just blasting this like fire and brimstone. You're, wow. You must repent now. Wow. And I remember him just looking over at me like, man, that's pretty good, huh? Was he Irish? No, no. It was like a Mexican dude. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was looking at me like, man, this guy's making some points, huh? Yeah. Think man. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Banging the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, good God, just put on some, put the radio on. This is intense. Yeah. You know, you get those people that are real religious. Most people that I see that are extremely real religious is because um, they had, you know, they were messed up. They were on drugs. Like, we knew that one comic. And then, you know, I think the problem is, they get so used to going to church, then you know they go to confession, yeah. and they, you know, also they'll stand up, and you get you start mixing the AA people with the church people, yeah, where they confess the things they did, yeah. They don't know how to separate that to regular people. Like I don't know if you remember that one car, he quit, but dude, I, I nobody knew how to take it from him. He'd just start talking about God, and then he'd be like, yeah, and you know, and I, I used to even suck dicks, and like I didn't even like it, but I had to get the money. <laughs> 
yeah, right. just like what? So yeah, we're all about to eat breakfast here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, we're not sharing the same microphone in five minutes. That is so funny. Yeah, not that kind of church. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to go into a room for that one. It always happens. Wow, you get them ex drug addicts get real religious. They just love to confess some shit. Wow. Well, I mean, there are some people that go to regular. I think if you're like a nice, if you have a nice family, you go to like a nice church in the suburbs. You don't hear like dark shit like that. Right. Going to church is just like, oh, we're, you know, what, two hours on Sunday before we watch football. We're going to like, you know, have you know, be happy and talk about love or something. And those are the most messed up people. If you could look into their head, it's like, oh, I used to skin cats. Well, that's good to know. Right. You yeah, know, yeah, they'll yeah. never tell you. Yeah, yeah, they got some weird porn basement or something. I come from those flyover states where everybody's perfect. Nobody says nothing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you get to know them a little bit. Right. Your, got, your, your dad still goes to church? Um. Yeah, yeah, he does. He put a roof on the church. He really does go a lot. Uh, well. I think he even listens to the Bible on, you know, he's into that, all that. Wow. You know, I grew up around it. It does. It makes you feel good, man. Like, that's my proof of it is the way you feel like of course you know i talk to people that are like see what you do is you're like i'm not big on religion that's okay i don't like the people that are like gotta go the other way so much when they're like well it, uh, it's ridiculous to believe in that it's it's science it's like all right bro how do you even know anyway and you know what i'm what what people do with religion is they just feel good from it it's a good feeling right well, it's something where it's like, clearly, if you took this away from this person, their life would fall apart. Oh, uh, yeah. The people that are really invested. <laughs> These people have guns in their cars. It's like, you know, you want this guy to have some accountability. Yeah. If it's just him, it's like, no, we're all screwed here. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, the people that are really deep, they need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially, yeah, a guy who's got some sort of dark past or something, and this is what got him off of dope. And sometimes that's all people got. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got friends like that. My friend sold his front door. <laughs> dude's real religious now it was a nice door too i can't oh, yeah. believe he sold it yeah we were it was talking that one time it's like uh it's almost like we were gonna you know, try to write a bit about there's like a path where you go from your life getting fucked up you getting on meth moving in with a bunch of dudes right and then the end of that path is christianity yeah <laughs> those guys you either die or you become extremely religious yeah, and somewhere <laughs> along the lines, there was a little gray area when you just don't talk about those couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's always when it, when, you have, when you get a bunch of tweakers in the same house, where it's like, yeah, this is gonna go one way or the other. Yeah, have you ever <laughs> seen those houses, dude? I've seen those houses. One time, I I knew a dude that had a house with thirty people lived in it. Wow, it was like a three bedroom house. Jesus Christ! No utilities. Yeah, just you know just out there living a bunch of guys figuring it out yeah a couple of girls in there fresh out of high school right see you the thing is too goes. is that like i think i imagine when you were growing up because your choice was catholic church or probably some sort of protestant presbyterian church yeah but there was nobody it was never an option in your head like hey, what about islam right yeah or what's the one i didn't know you my brother was telling me you can convert to be Jewish. I didn't. Yeah, really of course. Even, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought you, you got to start somewhere. Born, though. I didn't. I thought it was like one of those things, like being Italian. No, I mean, if you well, 
theoretically that you're not like descendant of like the tribe of Israel or something. But if you marry a Jewish girl and you really want to get down with the church, you know, wow, I think there is a there's a process. It's like becoming a citizen of a different country. I didn't know they let people in like that. Yeah, I mean they want more people. Yeah, yeah. I These wonder things, what Jewish religion is. I have no clue what it even is. I think in practice it's very similar to what you're. Jesus the regular stuff. Christian God. all those most of those religions are have a very similar bent some of them are more strict than others but the overall spiritual leanings of it are pretty similar once religion starts messing with what you could eat and what type of deodorant you could put on that's right. what I'm like dude I don't know how you guys do it once it becomes a scheduling thing right where it's like I gotta I gotta stop whatever I'm doing to pray right gotta now. pull the cab over or something and it's like well we got we're doing stuff right now we can't uh, yeah. dude I remember when I walked dogs upper west side dude it was insane the amount of people pulled over just yellow cabs and black ubers people on carpet oh, um, yeah, I mean yeah. like dude like by 70 second it sneaks up on you Bro, it happens quick. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you're ordering chicken and rice. The guy's like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> First time I moved to New York is when I was walking dogs. I didn't know what happened, dude. I was looking in the sky. <laughs> I thought yeah, some yeah. shit was going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 300 people. That does show a level of dedication that most regular people would just not be able to get. What well, makes you feel good? Like meditating. Do you ever meditate and give oh, yeah, thanks for things? Yeah, yeah. Dude, when I do that in the morning, my whole day's clear. Yeah, well, the thing is, too, if the guys who, like, you know, Muslim, they pray three times a day. And it's like you have three different times in a day where you're, everything fall, everything goes away. And it's like I'm just doing this one thing. So I could see how that could, you know, it could help you mentally. I could definitely see how it would You know, I get away from it, but I, we all have weaknesses. I'll ask God and I'll, I'll be like, hey, give me strength so I don't talk bad about somebody. Help me to not be jealous. Help me to be grateful for what I have. Right. You know, and I feel like it definitely helps. But when I forget to do that, dude, I go the other way pretty quick. Right. It's funny, though, is that there are a lot of people whose prayers are like, I got to get some money. And I do pray and, to get a better car. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, some stupid stuff. <laughs> Prosperity like that, yeah. gospel. Yeah, I want to bang that bitch Amber from up the street. <laughs> I please. believe. Yeah, yeah. First, I have to visualize. Yeah, dude. I used to pray for a beard. I remember when I was younger, everybody had beards. When I was about fifteen, they started getting their Ohio beard, and the only people that didn't have them was me and my father. Oh like, uh, well, wow. When am I gonna get my beard? He's like, I don't know, son. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> me your father your father's father yeah and i prayed i went to a doctor they're like i don't there's nothing you could really do it's just the way your face is wow but um you know i've prayed for dumb stuff like that yeah everybody's always wanting the million dollars asking the universe for the money right that is like a different form of religion that people don't really talk about it in religious terms but if you do spend all of your time just thinking about like, I wish the universe would just give me a bunch of money. Yeah. That is, you are doing a very religious act. Yeah, but it's like, what's the odds of, of just, I know people that are like, I just want to just be walking down the street and see a bag of money. I knew a dude real religious like that. And he'd be like, nah, dude, something in my gut tells me go this way. It might be that bag of money. <laughs> and dude, I seen the dude like 20 years later, he hasn't changed. yeah. yeah, yeah. Still, he just, he gasses up cars at a car dealership. I'm just like, dude, you know, you could, you know, that he's got a high school kid job. He's like 50. Right. I'm like, dude, you could just get a real job and you'll get, you'll make that money, man. Right. What about those people that are, they, they're like, just put it all in God. Like my one buddy, Bill, 
he'll just fall asleep with his leg hanging off a roof. <laughs> and I'll be like, he's a roofer. I mean, yeah, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, and, and these people that like dangle their legs over like Brooklyn Bridge, they'll be like, when it's my time, it's time. It's like, no, if you dangle your legs over right. a bridge. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to tap into you on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably getting a little close. Even God would be like, "Hey, man, this you is know, dicey. I can't, you know, I can't do everything here. Yeah, you gotta stay away from a bridge." <laughs> if you would, can you imagine right now if somebody, if it was like that uh, work camp you were in, if if they ever called you and said, "Hey, we need you to come in and talk to some guys about God." Yeah, would you be able to do like an hour? You think? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I actually did uh, talk to the people after I finished the six months thing. They do do that. They, they brought they you in. They to come back. Oh yeah. wow! They do it with everybody, and it's it was Campfield Fairgrounds, so it was a five minute drive from my house, and I became friends with the guys. You know. But did you come in and like do a sermon? Yeah, but I was such an asshole. I didn't do a sermon. I just talked about how much money I made washing cars, and I really <laughs> oh, amped yeah. it up, dude. It was so dumb, dude. When I look back on it, I'm hey, like, it's so funny. I was so mad at these guys because they were kind of jerks to me. Yeah, so yeah. I went back, and half the people were still there. Like these people do like two years, like yeah, of course, five yeah. years. You're really in there, and you're living there. It's like CAA or something, you know? Yeah. Like it's if you mess up here, you're going to print. Most of these guys have long. Well, it's the kind of thing where it's like, it's a fucked up situation, but you're still glad you're not in prison. Right. Yeah. This is still better than being locked up. Yeah, dude, I'd get out. I got, when I got out, I came back. It was like, actually, it was like, right. You know, he cut me a deal. What he did was you have to log in your hours. So when you, cause you need so many hours, dude, it was, if I had to think of it, I wouldn't even want to think about how many hours I wasted. But you have to always log in your hours. And I think it was like 100 or something. I think I had to do like 160 yeah, or something like that. But you can only do like they take away your hour lunch break. You can't leave. So you're there for eight hours. You're really there for seven. It's it's hard to get that 160, man. Wow. Like, and then I had to work a full-time job too. Yeah. So, you know, you can't just quit your job. So I'd have to go every weekend I'd go. And I had one day off work. The court mandatory took me off work. So I wasn't even making much money. I was getting like 32 hours a week at work. Wow. But um, so he cut me a deal. He's like, hey, if you just come in and do a speech, you don't got to do your last eight hours. So I was like, dude, bet. But then I went in there. I was such an asshole. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I make two grand a week washing cars. I didn't make that. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to see their just eyes. Want a stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Start telling them about the different kinds of soaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, though, if it was like, do you think, imagine if somebody <laughs> called you and said, like, we got a bunch of, like, troubled teenagers who are like, you know, they got to go one way or the other. We need somebody who's going to give them, like, a positive motivational speech. Do you think you'd be able to really pull it out? Yeah, I got it in me to amp people up. Yeah. I was a manager of a car wash for 10 years. <laughs> I, don't think that's, I don't think that's part of the job. Well, right? no, but you got to hype people up. Like, they know they got to do some real shitty stuff that day. Yeah. So you got to go in, what's up, team? I know we got some bad ones. It's going to be fun. We'll spruce these. I'll try to break them up, man. Right. And if we really bust ass, we'll get out of here an hour early, man. Let's do it. I'm going to get us pizza. For, for, you know, they, right. these people will be amped up. Then you give them that car. <laughs> Yeah, you know, come on, Mikey, give him some little nicknames. Yeah, Big wax, Ed, wax on, wax off. Yeah, but like, uh, could you do like? Imagine if you had to do some like Eric Thomas kind of shit. Oh, dude, motivational I would speaker. Love to, bro. 
Do you think, yeah, I mean, like, what do you think it's like the first couple times you do that when they're like, you got to go up there, you got half an hour, and you got to, by the end of this, you got to, like, these guys got to be able to run through a wall. Well, I watch a lot of ET, the hip hop preacher, if you don't know who it is. Uh, so I'd just be able to do and doing this, comedy. Nah, that dude, I mean, like, he's got, like, his shit is stretched. He, he, he thinks it out. Well, now he it's goes real in commercialized. With the, well, he's got, like, a plan, though, where he's like, I did a guy who goes into the water. And he dunks yeah. his head in the water, and it's, a, it's a very like, it's a very yeah. dramatized thing. Yeah, but it's like there's no way he doesn't. That's not just a riff. You just need a couple little things like that, you know. But just you know what it's like doing stand up, where you start going into a bit that you know is not going anywhere. Yeah, and it's not gonna like ah right, how how do I get out of this? But like if you're doing some like motivational speech or shit speaker, it's like you gotta commit. There's nah, no he's there's gotta no, be a good bullshitter. Nah, this is what I would do. That dude is not bullshitting, though. His shit is oh, like... Oh, he's full of shit, probably. No. Nah. I mean, what if it's not like he's selling you anything. All his I mean, his entire job... He didn't know anybody that went to the beach. No, nah, <laughs> that's not... Exactly. He read that's, that in a book somewhere. Nobody thinks it's true, but the point is that you you say it, and it gets people fired up. Yeah, that's all it is, how you say it. But think about somebody who didn't... You can picture how a bad motivational speech would go. Yeah. When you're just sitting there watching it, like, what the fuck is this? The but dude like, smoking cigarettes. Not even that, but just a guy who's stumbling and he doesn't have the charisma. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to really nail, like, a pause. The outfit, something's a little off. Because there it. are moments with the Eric Thomas thing where it's like he says something and then he pauses. But, you know, he started with high school kids. Yeah, that's even harder. Yeah. You yeah, got to keep them on, on, on board. Yeah. And how do you get a bunch of high school kids who are, like, who think that they know everything? So like, no, I'm going to tell you a story about a guy who had to lift a boulder or something. Yeah. And it's like, but then you have to be able to build and build and build. And then you stop and you point to the kid. It's like, what do you think happens? And some dumbass kid is like, oh, I don't know. He I, lifted the boulder. That's what happened. And <laughs> you know what I would do? I would glance through the art of war before I did it. <laughs> and right. I would just say a couple of those things. Yeah, your enemy, enemy wants you to strike from the east. Yeah. Now, you see, if a cheetah is chasing game, <laughs> it's only going to run so fast. But when the cheetah is the game, oh, yeah. it's going to run. As I am the storm. Yeah. yeah. You know, those things, I feel like you just need a little... You, it's just got to come full circle. You'd have to be like, you know, so, yeah, so. Well, you got to like, you got to believe in what you're saying so hard, though. There's no like, you know, doing comedy, you can kind of like, ah, that was stupid. But how about this? Right. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Eric Thomas is like, no, this is it. I'm going to stand on this table and yell at you for half yeah. an hour. Well, he's got that one joke that never works in any of his speeches. He's like, come to the beach tomorrow with a suit. And he wore a suit, should have wore shorts. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that joke never works. <laughs> ah, you still think he, he, you got to say something, though. I mean, I think yeah. functionally speaking, that there's a reason he puts that in there, I think. Yeah, you got to tell people, like, I would do it like this. I'd be like, so I, I would go to this restaurant every Tuesday. And, you know, as I'm a comedian and I'm... I'm touring and I, I I do it like this. This would be my bullshit story. I'd be like, so I used to go have coffee every morning at this restaurant and another guy would sit there and it was a restaurant with everybody, all the servers wanted to be like actors and actresses. And I don't know something about the guy. He wasn't approachable and the servers would never really talk to him. They'd even be a little crude to him. After about five months, you know, one new server comes in and he's nice to him. 
And he goes, so what do you do? You know, we're all here trying to be actors. And the guy goes, oh, I cast movies. And then, boom. (laughs) Dude, tell me. Come on. You know I'd be good at it. That server's name? Yeah. Denzel Washington. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. I'm not gonna lie, that's not bad. But the <laughs> thing is, though, you hit the punchline too fast. Well, you that know, story has to go. Time for effort, yeah. No, but that story has to stretch. Well, there's I gotta, gotta practice. Be, there's it. gotta be like fake outs, <laughs> moments where things don't go, things go left, but they could have gone right. Uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that. I mean, like that. Everybody, it's one of those things. I think everybody thinks they could do by watching it, but there's a reason. Eric Thomas, Eric Thomas. Right, and I've seen some of these YouTube TikTok guys who are trying to do it, and it's like, nah, you don't got the juice. And I performed in front of high school kids. You really can't ever win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine like getting them to actually like be scared and like get emotionally invested. That's really there is a storytelling a skill to it. Yeah, I did this thing. All these very, very rich, which I didn't realize how rich these people were. Man, extremely rich Jewish kids. Uh, on like 20, by the old stand, like 23rd and 2nd Ave or something. Yeah. Roy got me the gig from LOL. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, dude, the guy's like, so I just, Roy told me to send him the 500. Roy gave me 50 bucks to do it. Wow. He made 450 just telling me about it. Yeah. And dude, I bombed terribly, bro. It was a stand-up show? Yeah, it was a stand-up show. What, what, what was the venue like? two and a half hours late. It was in the back of a closed-down bar. Wow. And uh, the bar had a back room. Honestly, I tried looking into the place, but the place isn't like it's just for vet. It's just for like pop up things right now. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be perfect for stand up. But um, yeah, it's got a separate entrance to this big back room. And like it probably seats like about fifty like, people. It was like a banquet room with a bunch of this yeah. All, guys. It was one teacher and the filthiest. Most ignorant dude. These Jewish kids were saying stuff. So he's like, "Yeah, huh? He's gonna rape him in his sleep. He's gonna rape his mother." I'm like, "Bro, like they were like, yeah, you can't be dirty. Everything PG." He's like, "Fuck you, suck my fucking big black dick, little rich Jewish kids." I'm like telling the teacher, they're like, "Calm down now." Wow. I'm like, "Bro, what?" You know, and, and you I had, had, you to, had do, to go up and they do. threw shit at me, dude. Wow. They were throwing pita bread like frisbees. I'm like, dude, what's your problem? They go, yeah, his dad's a billionaire. Wow. They're like, you know, he's got a Bugatti. He's showing me pictures. He's like, yeah, my dad even lets me drive it. I'm only 16. What do you got? You had to do your act? Yeah, and they made me do the full act, 45 minutes. Wow. No cussing, no dirty, can't make fun of people. Yeah. Can't single anybody out. There was all these rules. And dude, the whole time, these kids were terrible, bro. See, imagine what Eric Thomas must go through. <laughs> or at least now it's probably good for him but like early on when it's like nah i'm just gonna walk into this room and i can't i mean you could be a little funny just to get him going but it's like no nah, i gotta take these fucking kids on a ride and, and these kids don't want to hear any of this shit but i still gotta be able to do an hour and i gotta be a, it's gotta be a sermon and eric came up from the bottom like i'm a big et fan yeah he was homeless right i think he was just doing like 50 dollar gigs yeah or it's like just a, for a bunch of like old people or something and it's like slowly your name gets built. It's more like a more of a pastor, right? Yeah, yeah. He's starting a religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the hip hop preacher. But that shit is like, there's a reason why it's like the Atlanta Falcons bring in somebody like that. Yeah, and it's like these guys. This is a team of guys who are the best football players in the country. You know, these are like professional athletes. These guys have been great at football for their entire life, but you still got to bring in a guy just to like get them hyped up. 
And it's crazy the thing that gets them hyped up is a story about how his son didn't want to go to the trunk and get another book. Yeah, exactly. You know, he'll be like, what you, son, the, my son told me there's no more books. I'm, I'm confused. I go to the trunk of the car and we got 50 books back there. He's like, <laughs> dad, I was tired. I've been out here all tired. I ate out the trash. Yeah. You know, I bought you an Xbox. You know, we don't get tired. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get tired, son. We in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's like the kind of thing where it's so easy to make fun of. Yeah. But then once you do, when you watch it and you really lock in, it's like, nah, you feel you get amped up. Yeah, you do. It's like if I could, <clears throat> it's the kind of skill where I wish I had that because I would use that all the time. And you know, everybody's just sitting there watching them smoking weed, not doing shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But everybody does get a little bit of energy from it, so I don't know. Because I've been like I've, not, I've I never like belonged to a church, but like I've gone if it's like a funeral or something, or like you know, wedding, or you go to like uh, as my cousins are taking care of me when I was a kid. I got to yeah. tag along with them to church, and most pastors, preacher, whatever the guy's called, don't have any skills whatsoever. Right, they don't get hired because they're good speakers. They get hired because they're you know they know a guy or something. They've been in the church They've for been, years. Yeah, they just studied at a seminary and then they get put in this position. But like it's it's totally different to be a guy who builds his own thing just from charisma because you got to be like the guy. And some of these are traveling guys. Like we had one that was the guy. Yeah, his whole thing was he had this story about a football player. Um, that played for the Dolphins. Um, who's that famous? Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino. Yeah. He knew. Him? So, anyways, well, you know how these stories. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> he so, saw. He saw him at the mall one time. He saw him at the airport, yeah. evidently, and he just got here from like Lebanon or something, and um, he didn't know who Dan Marino was, and you know, so he would tell this whole story about how. Um, you know, Dan Marino just really appreciated having a conversation with somebody and how we're all the same when you don't know what somebody is. He's like, you know, I, I thought Dan Marino was just a guy, a regular guy, you know. And, wow. And it just shows you that we're all just the same people. But anyways, dude, he was the best one that I've ever had. He knew how to reach you. He really got connected with me. And then it came out he was banging everybody's wife, dude, in the church for real. Wow. I know this is, like, bad to talk about, but this is just what happened. So they had to ban him from the place. A dude came home, and, you know, he was in bed with the dude's wife. Wow. He used to do all these house calls to the people's wives. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You got to do some extra church. Yep. And he would come <laughs> over when the husband was at work. Wow. And, yeah, it came out that he was just been doing it for years. Yeah, and then they, like, they bring in the new guy. And he's not as good. And the new guy's trying to tell the Dan Marino story, but right. he doesn't know the parts. You're over there trying to show him your wife. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> tell the Dan Marino story. Yeah, honey. Like, no, that's not what I do. Wear that short skirt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's now, like, what about imagine the... trying to become, like, if, it's so hard to, like, become religious if the person that's talking to you is boring. Right. They don't got the charisma. And it's like, well, I don't want to believe in you. And most of the best ones, like, the real... The people that are really like living the clean life, they're the ones that are on the microphone and they're like, Science came into the guns, disciples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <and> or <laughs> it's just a guy who's just reading. This yeah. whole thing is just, oh, flip to Matthew, this, 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 and we're going to read for a while. Or they got to keep clearing their throat over <laughs> yeah. the thing. You hear the benches squeak. Eh, you yeah, know. they're just making announcements. You want somebody to get and and you know, donate. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that you hear. <laughs> 
So I was talking about on stage. I, I was my aunt's funeral. And it's like, I forgot that my aunt was like religious. Yeah. So you go to the funeral and you're expecting them to do like, it's like a thing where we're all going to talk about my aunt. Yeah. It's like, no, this guy just keeps reading from the Bible. Yeah. It's like, oh, now we're going to flip to this page and we read for a while. And it's like, we're going to talk about my aunt. (laughs) This is is just like, they just snuck me into church. And some of those things, they have the person fall out. They got to have somebody fill in. Like, you know, the funeral, sometimes they don't even know the people. You just tell them a couple things. And, you know, I remember, and then you get the new people. Like, uh, you know, I had somebody pass away. Nobody at the place clearly knew them. Uh, It's like, why won't you just have their aunt talk or something? Yeah. They're promoting their bake sale. (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah, this person's dead yeah yeah dude i remember seeing it and then people always get mad because like the oldest sister gets to write what it is and they'll be like they didn't bring up bethany you know she's been married into the family for years uh my uncle he had the best funeral dude and honestly i would do mine the same way he was like the church thing. We didn't even really do it. We did an after party that was legit a party. Like, dude, he had a DJ, oh, whiskey. Wow. He had everybody drink his favorite drinks. Wow. He lined it all up. He's like, even if you don't drink, dude. And it was like the funnest one. Music. Wait, so he he knew he was dying? Well, he set it up ahead of time. He said, if I ever pass oh, away, wow. this time I want the plans. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he was older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a fun uncle, dude. He was like the partier. He was a real cool dude. Wow. Yeah, it takes, I mean, like, that's got to be a fun party to plant. Yeah. If you're just sitting down. Yeah. Just like, here's where I, here's the kind of music we're going to put, get some guacamole. Yeah, you got to throw some stuff in, mess with so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, right. Somebody crack a joke. Yeah, we're playing cornhole. Yeah. Dude, it was like that type of thing. Everybody was smacked. They're laughing. Everybody had a good time. Wow. That's the way to do it. You don't want people sad. Yeah. I know when my grandfather passed away, dude, he was like, don't give me no damn funeral. Don't waste the money. Dig a hole and bury me. Wow. And we're like, dude, we can't. You can't do that. Yeah. It's not that easy. Yeah. And he had no funeral at all. It was crazy. They just had him laying there on the table and they're going over the will like, yeah, you get this. Oh, <laughs> wow. You get that. I came down the steps. My uncle's like, what's he doing here? Because they cut me out of the will because uh, wow. my mom died. It's crazy. You get People get crazy over like 800. You really know who somebody is when it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to lose this person as a family member over $400. Oh, uh, like, right. Yeah. Dude, what, what are you doing here? 